Hello and welcome in to another episode of Farm to Fame. Peter Moylan. Back, guys. He's back with us. I'm Kelsey Winger. That is the manager of the Melbourne Aces, Peter Moylan. And that is our captain. Oh, our captain, Maddie Mass. But Pete, I'm, I'm half asleep right now and I'm yeah, freaking yeah. fired up. I'm, I have not seen your beautiful face in live time. Yeah. Yeah. I, you need to go back. I know you've been like absolutely slammed because you're literally yeah. uh, managing a professional baseball team. But if you haven't gone back and listened to the Reggie Crawford episode we did last week with Jake, um, you would good. love him. You would love Reggie Crawford. That's, what I, that's the feeling I got to. When he, when he makes it, speaking it into existence, he is going to, if he makes it up with the Giants, whoever he makes it up with, like he's going to take over that city as city. a superstar. He went so, on anyway. a hike with Gabe Kapler yesterday. Yeah, I saw that too. Like two of the most beautiful men you're ever going to see just strutting <laughs> up and down a mountain in Arizona. Just, it's just beautiful. Um, I'm back in Houston. Jake is here this week. Uh, so we're going to get to see Jake in, in H-Town, Funky Town, Clutch City, Space City, Bayou City. He flies in what tomorrow night. Jake doing in H-Town, Clutch City, Bayou City? I think City Jess well. has family out here. Oh, awesome. um, so anyway, Peter... Okay. Yeah, big two weeks. First of all, you yes. got ejected. Second of all, you got COVID. Uh, yeah. So, like, what's going on, man? Man, I don't know. So I took a different route to get here, and I think that's really just spun the whole thing. I went through Fiji, which was nice for me, really nice yeah. for me. little layover in Fiji. Not sure if you caught that. Uh, but since I've landed <laughs> in Australia, things it. have gone, things have gone a little, uh, a little crazy. Uh, I got ejected from my first baseball game as manager, official baseball game as manager, and I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I flipped. I flipped. Uh, it was my first game. I was feeling a little bit of pressure. Uh, the bats weren't working as well as I would have hoped them to. And then I got a bat taken out of one of my better hitters' hands from the umpire making a horrible call, and I lost it. Um, I was emotional. I felt my inner Bobby Cobb, Brian Snitka come out. It was – I was actually happy with how it looked on camera. I felt very managerial yeah, on the way that great. I was like – had some When you were movements. like – when the one umpire was like holding you back and you were like going from side to side, I was like, yeah. oh, this is just phenomenal. This is phenomenal. I felt really <laughs> athletic despite <laughs> despite the way it may have looked, but I got some good choice words in. And honestly, since then, the relationship with those umpires, because we have, it's tough on them, right? We get the same umpires almost every week. And if they make one bad call, it sits with you for weeks at a time. So you don't forget about the bad calls. You just, yeah. every time there's another call, you're kind of like, well, what about the one three weeks ago? But honestly, since that, it's been, the relationship has been pretty good. I understand they're doing their best and we're all doing our best, but it was just, you know, it was just one of those pressure packed moments for me. And uh, <laughs> I lost it a little bit. I did. So, Okay. So you you went out there the first time and discussion. and you weren't angry. You were very no. calm. The yes. second time, did you go out with the intent to get ejected? 100%. I don't know <laughs> if you noticed in the video, but my <laughs> my my picture was was it was either me or him. So I and I had to I needed him to stay in the game for another inning. So I was like, well, I got I got to wear this one and here we go. And I just it started with, because when I went out the first time, he said, don't you come out here arguing balls and strikes? And I said, Stuart, 
I'm just out here. Stuart. Stuart, I'm just having a lovely conversation. I would like you to stay behind the catcher and call call balls and strikes from behind. Don't challenge my pitcher. Don't come out and start. If he's giving you a look, look at me. I'll take care of it. Okay? Okay. And I walk back inside. And then I watched another couple of innings. And it was like, it was a pitch that was, well, it was clearly off the plate. Um, he's later told me that that's where his zone tends to, to lean. He's going to give more on the outside than he is on the inside. And I'm like, okay, still not a strike, but it's fine. Okay. Uh, and then I went out there and he tossed me straight away. And I said, why are you giving them this far outside? And my guy throws a ball right in the middle and you don't call it a strike. And then you give me a walk and it's cost me a run. We're struggling to swing the bats as it is. It's hard enough game without you ruining it for everybody. Ooh. Oh yeah. Did you I say play. anything else that was juicy? Give uh, us yeah. a line. Give us I a don't... good. Give us a mean line. Well, so here's the here's the backstory. That okay. particular umpire has been umpiring my games since before I came back to America. So okay. he, I was a club ball manager in Australia, and he was man, he was umpiring games twenty years ago, and he hasn't improved a lot. His personality wise, he's great, but the strike zones can be a bit you know questionable. So there was a bent up frustration, built up yeah. frustration from 15, 20 years. And I said that I said, you've been the worst umpire in this league for 20 years, how you're still <laughs> doing this, I have absolutely no idea. So um, there was <laughs> uh, Okay, so was when you so much fun, it was so much fun. I'll be honest with you. When you go back into the dugout, do you feel yeah. better? I just like, I just want to know what this is like for you. Did you uh, feel relieved? Were you still It was mission accomplished. Off? It was mission okay. accomplished for me. Like that was, that was my goal. Obviously I got to protect my guy and I just got to get these guys, try to fire him up and see if I can get something going. Uh, went back in the dugout and where our, our dugout is pretty small and okay. there's just one door that you walk into the clubhouse. So I'm literally standing in the back of the dugout, able to watch the game and how it unfolds and, and make pitching changes and all the rest yeah. of it. But it's just from a little less, less, more advantageous view. Um, I got what I wanted out of it. And since then, we're now five and two uh, on the season. Did it, so, did it fire? The, what was the reaction when you got back in the dugout? Were guys like fired up or, or is nobody talking to you because they're like, he's pissed? No, it was, it was, it was so obvious that, that there was some calls that had gone against us that, that in big situations too, that was the main thing. I had yeah. bases loaded. We'd struggled to score runs as it was. My three whole guys up and you punch him out and a ball that far outside. So. Yeah. There was there was a lot of reasons as to why it was a it was the right thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> Maddie, did and you then, have? Oh, go. No, 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 no. Then we ended up uh, getting rained out, so we ended up only playing three games in the first weekend, and we've had rain every day, as I said. So we got rained out again this weekend. Uh, we had to play a double header uh, on Sunday, starting at eleven a.m. So. Oh, cool. We were down four. So it was a really good weekend. So we, we were down four runs going into game three. Okay. We split the first two games and then the rain came. So in two innings, we're down four, nothing. We ended up okay. coming back and winning the restart of that game. And then we came back and won the seven inning back end of the doubleheader. So we ended up having a really good weekend against another good quality team. And, and we're sitting on top of the ladder right now. So it's more off to Adelaide this weekend. What's what's the schedule like? Are you playing only in tournaments? Is it like a set number of games that you play like an MLB season? 10 weeks, four games a weekend, 10 days off over Christmas. We're done by February 7th. So you have one doubleheader every single weekend or two doubleheaders every single week? We play Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. And then, oh, sometimes we'll play Friday, doubleheader Saturday and a game Sunday. Okay. But it's only on weekends. And then we have one 
big club training together on a Wednesday and we have optional hitting this morning at, at 10 o'clock. So Mondays and Tuesdays, the team's off. Yeah, off-ish, optional, optional training for a lot, a lot of the pitchers will. So a lot of the guys are still playing club ball, which is the level below what, what we're at. So a lot of guys have the opportunity to go to club ball trainings and, and get their work in there as well. Um, so it's just a lot happening. Do and you have a day we'll, off? Yeah. Mondays. Okay. Mondays. Maddie, did you have any questions about the ejection? Because I know it fired both of us up. No, my favorite part was, I think her name's Amy McCann. Yes. Do you know who that is? Get your money's worth, Pete. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And <laughs> in such a thick Australian accent, too. Yeah. She's a she's Australian baseballer, by the way. Yeah, okay. Nice. I, yeah. I did find it interesting that the announcers seem to be American. They are. Yeah, we've got, we've got two guys that have flown out to be uh, our announcers this year. Um, so they'll announce every game uh, home, and, home and road. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. It's, and I hadn't seen the, a lot of the aces TV broadcast, you know, mm -hmm. it's obviously it's, it's, they're doing their best. And I think it sounds great. They're, they're able to explain the game to, especially Australian viewers that may be tuning in and not know the, the nuances of, of the game. So I think yeah. it's, it's good. What's, what are the crowds like? They've been pretty decent considering the weather we've had, we've had, Honestly, it's been the worst weather that I've experienced in Australia since I've ever, ever been here. So it's like, it's freezing and windy and so wet. So is it winter there? No, it's coming into summer though. That's the, okay. okay. so it's going to get nicer when we get to December, January, it's going to get nicer. But as of right now, it's just, it's tough. The crowds are, the crowds have been great. Um, but yeah, it's, it's Sunday was tough because we they play club ball games on Sunday as well. So a lot of the the baseball lifers will go out to their local club and and watch their local club instead of coming out to watch us. The thing that makes this league so much fun is the mix of players that you get. Right. So I have a kid in a, on my development squad who's 17 years old and hasn't made it to college or pro ball yet, and yet we just played against Josh Reddick and Pete Cosma, who were playing for Perth Heat. And okay. they're former big leaguers. And I had Delman Young as my designated hitter two years ago. So the mix of, of, of abilities is what makes this league so much fun. Um, it's, uh, it's you, as I said, you can see Reddick and, and, and Cosma. Cosma went deep twice on the weekend. So it's like, mm -hmm. and you know see, them? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't know them before, but we had a great conversation while they were here. And, and honestly, I, I said, Josh Reddick, I was like, look, man, we really, I really appreciate you giving this a, a shot. You know, I just mm -hmm. want, I want this to be an avenue for, for retired players to maybe, you know, come down to Australia and, and finish off their career and, and, and play. So I, I'm really appreciative of, of him actually coming down and, and, yeah. and being present. So it's, it's, it's awesome, man. It's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. We hit, got hit with COVID last week, which I didn't really realize was going to be a thing still. Yeah. Um, but it's a thing still. Um, so it crushed me, got me uh, Monday, Tuesday. Um, a couple of other players, a couple of other coaches got it as well. We had to um, get negative tests before we were allowed to come back on. So my, my roster has been first week. I didn't have eight players because the Australian team was in Japan playing against the Japanese team and they missed okay. the first game. And when they came back, they were jet lagged and a bit tired. So we've had to be really flexible with the roster moves and, and, uh, but to, to the team's credit, honestly, they've just, they've just got put the head down and just 
did whatever we had to do. And as I said, we're, we're winning. We're on top of the ladder. So it's still a long way to go, obviously, but yeah, we still haven't had a full squad play together yet either. So do you think that you guys are like good, good, yes. good? Oh okay. yeah. We're the, we are the team to beat without question. There's that yes, look, Pete. And, and every, every other team has gotten better as well. Uh, you look at Brisbane, uh, Robert Moore is up in Brisbane. So okay. Dayton Moore's uh, mm-hmm. son came over. He's playing in Brisbane right now. Um, I know of a couple of guys that are going to go to Brisbane in the second half that, that are former former big leaguers. Uh, Auckland Tuatara has got a couple of former big leaguers, a couple of guys from the MPB that are here. Yeah. I've got two guys from the, from the Japanese league pitching on my team. So it's just, it's a fun fun league to be part of right now and, and every team is better so I can't wait to see we're going to Adelaide this weekend as I said they were our major competition last couple of years we've faced off uh yeah so it's it's uh it's I'm, we get to go to Auckland in in a couple of weeks we get to go over to New Zealand and play are y'all so flying that, commercially yeah. oh yeah are yeah. you sitting are you sitting first class Pete oh no, no, no. I'm, <gasps> I'm, you can't I'm a, fit under I might get a window seat I sat coach from the You said Melbourne. I might get a window seat. <laughs> it's the show over here. Yeah. Um, but the, the best part is we haven't had Geelong Korea, who was the team we played in the, in the first week, which is a team made up of a lot of the guys that play in the Korean leagues. Mm-hmm. They've come together and they stay in Melbourne and they play together as a team. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have them last year and we didn't have Auckland last year because of all the tough time traveling so we've got a full league back and it's 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 flowing beautifully you've uh this is completely out in left field but you've mentioned japan a few times i know how passionate you are about the wbc how fired up were you when shohei otani announced that he was going to be playing for team japan how sick is that i think that it's going to be one of the best tournaments we've seen especially look and i'm i've said this multiple times and i'll say it again liam hendricks if liam hendricks can commit to the australian team we're looking okay. We are looking pretty good. So we've who got else a nice is look. on that team? You won't know any of the names. Okay. It's a lot of the minor league guys. A couple of guys that are on my team. Aaron Whitefield, who was at the John yeah. Boy Media House yeah. Spring Training, he's on the team. Uh, Robin Glenn Denning, who's my shortstop here, shortstop okay. third baseman here. He was with Kansas City in Double A this year. Um, he'll be on the team. But it's just a it's a good mix of of younger guys coming through. Uh, with a chance to prove themselves, honestly. Yeah. Um, it's been an older team, an older Aussie team for a few years, and these young guys are going to step up. But as I said, Liam Hendricks to be able to come in and throw a two-inning save against Korea to get us through to the second round would be a nice little storyline. The I'm trying to get up the Team USA WBC roster because Have they it's... announced pitches yet? Um, hold on, I'm looking it up. So here's the other thing that, that happens when I come to Australia. It's like my timeline. Yeah, they have my... some pictures on there. My timeline's so so screwed up because when I go on Twitter, everyone's asleep, and I'm I'm just seeing. So it's really hard for me to keep up with what's happening in the world, even though I'm I'm just a twit away. Well, the I mean the big news this week, which you know is there are a lot of big names that were non-tendered. I mean you have Cody Bellinger. I'm looking at the list. Um, Dominique or Dominic Smith with the Mets. Luke Voigt, who led the majors in homers what two years ago yeah um franchi cordero who's a name that i feel like we talked about a lot uh when he was coming up who's kind of we haven't talked as much about alex reyes uh who was a top prospect for the cardinals in 2016 um adam engel aquino for the reds how do you pronounce his first name and what remember he uh, came up and had that like insane 20 homers or something yeah 
Um, Edwin Rios with the Dodgers, Brian Anderson for the Marlins. Just a lot of big names that were non-tenor. That was the big news this Brian week. Brian Anderson got non-tenor by the Marlins? I know. The I was shocked when I saw that. The future of the squad two years ago? I was shocked when I saw that. Um, but, then, okay, back. What? I mean, if you want to bet on any of these guys and where mm -hmm. they're going to land, head over to DraftKings Sportsbook because that Dang. is an official sports betting partner of the NFL and is my go-to bet when placing or is my go-to place for betting on the NFL this holiday season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Because check this out, right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Place the same game parlay and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost and the bigger your shot to win big. A lot of bigs there. What else is big? The bets that I've been placing <laughs> in this app. Villanova has been disappointing okay. me a little bit results-wise, but betting-wise, have no fear. The same game parlays still are rolling so download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now use code John Boy place a five dollar bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code John Boy minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see the show notes for details Pete who are you putting money on where Cody Bellinger lands up because Ooh. he's been linked to Maddie's Colorado Rockies Come a on. few different times, hey, which would be a good fit for multiple for multiple reasons. <laughs> Honestly, that's where he needs to go because he's going to get more pitches to hit there than he'll get anywhere else, and he would destroy Coors Field. Yeah, he was tied to the Blue Jays today, but there's been some ties to the Rockies. Apparently, Scott Boris came out and said that they want a one-year deal. Um, so like he can prove himself. Yeah, but like that'd be a perfect fit for the Rockies. We need a center fielder. We need somebody who can potentially lead off. Obviously, we haven't seen that kind of Cody Bellinger in a couple of years now, but you're going to crush a cores. You got dispensaries. Like, what more do you want? You're going to play how, every day. <laughs> how about the confidence of Scott Boris? Look, we're just looking for a one year deal. Like, someone's going to give him more than that. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, dude, it's been so crazy that fall off. Yeah. What's well, the rookie of the year, MVP, playoff MVP? Can't hit a bat, can't hit anything. I mean, since since his MVP year in 2019, so since 2019, which in that year he had a 1035 OPS and 47 home runs, playing first base and center field. Mm hmm. Since then, he's slashed 203, 272, 376 with 41 homers in 295 games. Oh um, but, yeah, it's going to be – what other name that I read off was interesting to you? Luke Voigt? Not really. Okay. Um, uh, he's He's been on that slide since 2020. Well, what he did in 2020 was was amazing, but it was no, I didn't seem sustainable. Yeah. Um. There's just no adjustment in in the in the swing. It was, and I think people have learned how to pitch to him now. Um, uh, yeah, there's. I didn't think he was going to do anything 
really after he left the Jankies. Jankies. The New York Jankies. Yeah, that, there's some names that's going to be very interesting. But when we're talking oh, don't about- worry, I've been watching over those names to see if I can get a little sneaky starter out here to Australia for the second half. Whoops. Hey. Hello, Solidify playoff spot. Um, I got up Team USA's WBC roster and we were talking about it. Okay. Catcher, your two catchers, JT Real Muto and Will Smith. Your two first basemans, Paul Goldschmidt and Pete Alonzo. Who's wow? Uh, Trevor Story at second. Your two third basemans, uh, Nolan Arenado and your guy Bobby Witt Jr. Your shortstops, Tim Anderson. Your outfield is Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper can't be. He's getting that UCL surgery. He must be. This is he's not an updated article. Do you think he could get this UCL surgery and DH that quickly if he's getting this? Depends on what it is, but they say that the recovery from the non full tj is only six months man i hope he can get a, a full season next year it's gonna freaking bum me out uh cedric mullins kyle tucker and the pitchers pete that are on this list merrill kelly is the only starter david bednar with the pirates dylan tate with the orioles and uh devin williams obviously with the brewers but yeah team usa is going to be stacked they need to add some relievers and starters obviously that's the hardest thing is trying to get your pitchers in game form in the middle of spring training because a lot of these guys are on guaranteed deals they show up to spring training they they use spring as their final step to get game ready Mm -hmm. they're having to rush that a little bit more and and be ready a little bit earlier that's the that's the big concern for for a lot of people with the wbc always has been but i think guys are smart enough now they can train their way around that and i know you probably can't speak much to this but i found it very interesting that acuna like showed up to venezuela and wait can you talk about it the forearm shiver Oh, no, I'm talking about how he like showed up and then it came out that the Braves said that like he couldn't play. And then there was uh-huh. obviously some sort of conversation between him and the Braves saying like, I'm going to play. And then the Braves are allowing him to DH in five games. But I thought that yeah. whole thing was interesting. But what I missed something. Did you see the clothesline by Estrubal Cabrera? No, but I saw the dude who in the Venezuelan league who chunked the baseball and hit somebody in the forehead in like a brawl. I didn't see that. Yeah, there's like a whole thing about the violence in like the Venezuelan league, which is kind of just like a little scary. Yeah, dude. Well, that's. But what are you talking about? So I saw a highlight of a home run the other day there where a kid hit a home run opposite field, did a bat flip, a regular, normal, like not even a disrespectful bat flip. Astrubal Cabrera comes running in from second place and left hand clotheslines him as he's coming around first base. I'm like. I know I got tossed out the first week, guys, but you don't have to take all the attention away from the Australian <laughs> Baseball League in one fucking week. Oh, yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, dude. It's- you got to say, I'm going to send you the video right now, Kels, because if you haven't seen it, it's... While you're looking for that, and before we do our wrap up, here's a quick Blitzball trailer that we're going to insert. I just sent 
you the link of the Estrubal Cabrera left hand forearm shimmy. shimmy. I want to see your reaction live, Kels. Why is there no audio? I want the audio. No! (laughs) (laughs) Then his own teammate pushed him down. What? Like, what? Isn't that nuts? There was literally something that came out that they were having to address the violence and um, the Venezuelan Winter League because it was just, there's been, I mean, there was literally, I saw a video where a guy had a baseball and and in a brawl, I mean, the teams on the field just ch- chunked, chucked, I'm in Texas, chunk, chuck, whatever side you're on, just threw it at somebody and it hit him right in the forehead and somebody was like, that could kill someone. Like That's too much. Um. Anyway, Maddie, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about with the? No, I think we're all good. If you want to run in Aussie lingo, since it's been a few oh, weeks. Shit. Well, our our closer is just a quick shout out, uh, because Brown University. I honestly, the school's so smart. I, I don't know if it's Brown University or University of Brown, but uh, they have a freshman, Olivia Pichardo, and she became the first woman to make an active NCAA Division One baseball varsity roster so i know i know john boy media is really close with coach ball game if i love coach ball game um i've been following him on instagram for since i met him with at the john boy house but um you know he was just he was posting about how much um because he went to brown and he sent a shout out to the coach just thanking him like on behalf of his daughters and um just a really cool milestone this girl is gonna like suit up uh for a division one baseball team so Really cool story there. Um, Aussie lingo, while Peter is in Australia. I mean, just seven your, degrees your of brain has to just be flowing with stuff. Exploding. Yeah. Just normal language now. It's just how it's yeah. every day, Avery. Yeah. Uh, bludger. Like a... Um, like he's a bludger like he's a he's a he's a jerk jerk the ball used in quidditch oh <laughs> a bludger is a lazy name. person no is it no it's yeah. not isn't it that little thing that flies around? No, it's not a bludger. No, no, not that ball. That's um, that's the snitch. But I, the other like big ball, oh, the that thing they that they throw. throw, the big one. I don't know. Maybe in in Australia, it's a lazy person or a person that doesn't want to work. Big ball in Quidditch is a bludger. <gasps> a bludger was a black iron ball used in the wizarding sport of Quidditch. It was ten Double inches meanings. in diameter. There were two bludgers in every match, which were bewitched to fly around and to try to knock players off their broomsticks. It's a half point. It's a half point. Half point for Maddie Matt. Definitely, Matt. That's that's well done, Maddie. Yeah. If, and if you just add that to the tally that you've been keeping this whole time, and let I us believe know that <laughs> now after eighty nine episodes, it's something like two and a half to one or something like that. <laughs> <sighs> oh we're well, Pete. It. Yes. Freaking phenomenal to see you. I'm so glad to do this every week now, guys. Um, yeah, we've anymore, missed you, so. but uh, go Aces. Go I, Aces. I like 
I don't want you to ship me. I, I really would like something ACES, but I don't want it to be shipped and I don't want to pay for shipping because I feel like it would be astronomical. But I'll like if you me. bring something back. I'll bring so much merch back that everybody in John Boy Media Swim office and ACES. Atlanta, Georgia is going to be repping ACES yeah. stuff. Hey, look um, now we're ACES. Uh, uh, uh. But we're glad you're over COVID. We're glad the team's over COVID. We are. Um, we're glad you got ejected. How many more times are we shooting for this season? Bobby Cox has the record, so I've got a long way to go. He played a yeah. lot more games than, than than we do in a season, too. I so. want at least one more. Okay, maybe finals. I'll say that for finals. All righty, guys. Well, Pete, glad to have you back. Maddie, I really like that shirt you're wearing. Um, okay, farm on. Farm often, folks. We will see you next Wednesday. <laughs>